T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's been so funny about this year is I don't feel I've ever been as consistently right and wrong about a team at the same time because most of the time I've had a feeling during the game, that feeling has turned out to be true. Going into the game, I mean, it's 50-50. There were times where I was spot on with the way the game was going to go. There were times where any of us on radio couldn't have been more wrong about it. And in this game, when they were up 10-0, even once uh, New Orleans – Kind of really got back into it. Even once it got to 10-10, I was like, I, I think you're going to win. I never felt concerned. When Deshaun and them were marching down the field, and there was the the four, the third and two and the fourth and two, and I was like, ah, there's still time. Saints can't do diddly squat. We got this. They're down 17-10 to 10 with like five minutes left. And I'm like, ah, they're going to they're gonna tie it. Maybe tie go it up. for May- two. Yeah, maybe an overtime game. Yeah. And... It wasn't until the the last pass went off. Oh no, Deshaun getting sacked on third and whatever. And well, that, he was sacked on fourth down, right? Yeah, or sorry, yeah. He, so there was the incompletion through the the hands of David and Joku on third and ten, and then there was the sack on fourth and ten, and that's that's when I actually thought the Browns were going to lose. I mean, I thought there was a. I, I was. I was obviously it was a tense game. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe the amount of opportunities that they were bleeping away, but I just never thought that. I was like, you can't lose. Like, come on, Deshaun's cooking here. Deshaun keeps leading you down the field here. You're gonna punch this in. You're gonna go to overtime. They can't do the squat. This is gonna be easy. It was it when Deshaun got sacked. When I was like, oh, I guess the, I guess they are gonna lose this one. I guess I was wrong. I I thought it was gonna be a. 21-3 type of game. I, I didn't know how the Saints were going to score. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to bring in Taysom Hill and start running a little wildcat with Alvin Kamara, and it worked. Doesn't it piss you off that how many teams have just decided they're not going to run against the Browns early for only like 15 minutes into the game? They're like, oh, should we run the ball against this piss-poor run defense? Should we do that now? And then they do it, and you can just see the team light up. Is they just get whatever they want? With the Cleveland Browns, they just can't stop the run. And it's and it, you know what though, it because 
My frustration is, and I've heard a lot of people, oh, well, you know, I mean, Joe, these tackles, these defensive tackles. Other teams have weak spots up the middle, and other teams aren't as bad as the Cleveland Browns. You don't understand. The Cleveland Browns' run defense is historically bad. It's once in a generation bad. This isn't this isn't just, well, we need another starting defensive tackle. No. This is you have major, major flaws schematically. Massive flaws. That honestly, it's a little embarrassing that Joe Woods hasn't found a way to counter their issues. It's it's a little embarrassing. And then you have a guy like Reggie Ragland balled out. Reggie had a fine ass game this week. I totally forgot we had him on the team. And he played really well. He did. So, like, you have a guy who clearly steps in. So, like, individual guys are having success, but in totality, they just don't play like a defense together. Right. And when we had Zach Jackson on of the Athletic earlier in today's show, guys, if you didn't listen to the full thing, I thought Zach was dynamite today. I think... Just today? Well, no, because he. I was also going to say, he and Jason Lloyd had... I, I don't think it was a post-game thing, but they had, like, a They did, a, like, a live thing a yesterday. Live chat. Was it yesterday or Sunday? Oh, time's what's, a flat circle. What, I don't know. Today's Tuesday. Carried the two. Carried, always carried the two. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday, but also it could have been Sunday. Yeah, don't know. But they were they were amazing in it. So if you didn't get to to listen to Zach earlier, make sure to go back 923thefan.com or on the Odyssey app. But at the end of the interview, I asked him because it's it's wild that I think a lot of people have different answers on this. I asked him, what's the biggest reason that he is down on Kevin Stefanski like you and I are now down on Kevin Stefanski? Here's what uh, Zach had to say. The game management stuff. Seems like the other team makes the key adjustment. Seems kind of like in the second half something gets flowing and there's always one blow-up moment for the Browns. And just choosing one, I would stop at that because I think that's not only been the most recent one that jumps out at me, Nick, but I think that goes back to over the last couple of years, if you just steal one or two of those with a little bit better in that department, then maybe a lot of the rest looks differently and feels differently at this point. Is that why you, is that the biggest reason that you are also down on Kevin Stefanski? Yeah, I, th- I think the the game management stuff is, is pretty big. You know, I, I don't get the sense that the guy is, I think he's a really smart guy guy I, mm-hmm. I I just don't get the sense he's a really good head coach mm-hmm. and then I also get the sense that he's buried in he's buried that his eyes in the play sheet and he doesn't he doesn't like really get a feel for the flow of the game I think that's a fair criticism just of him as a, as a head coach yeah. I, I think that's a hundred percent fair criticism I think a lot of the adjustments that are lacking are on the defensive side of the ball um I don't have a problem big picture with his with Kevin Stefanski's offensive play calling. I think some of the stuff is situational, which I think is fixed if he, you know, allows somebody else to call the plays. Um he'll still call some of the plays by the way. He's still going to have an impact on that. Um but I I think a lot of the biggest adjustment issues the Browns have fall in line with the fact that you've got a, a defensive coordinator who's not good. I don't know how to say that in any other way and I hate saying it because it's around the holidays and I don't want to be calling for some dude's job, but the reality is if, if Joe Woods is back next year, it will be a wasted season. If, if just bringing Kevin Stefanski back, I don't think it will be. I think Kevin is a bright enough guy. And I was actually texting with a, with a friend about this who I think there's, I think there's more reason to believe talk about low bars here, more reason to believe that Kevin can be a decent head coach 
with some tweaks than any other coach I've seen, even even Romeo. By the time year three came around, and by the way, I believe year three was their winning year, I thought to myself, Romeo's just not a good head coach. But 216-578-0092, what's the biggest reason, if you're down on Kevin Stefanski right now, what's the biggest reason you doubt Kevin Stefanski? Is it the play calling? Is it uh, the fact that he calls, uh, the, the fact that he is not, per se, handed off play calling? Is it adjustments in game? To me, I doubt whether Kevin Stefanski can truly lead these players. Um, when when in week fifteen, or sorry, week sixteen, be your fifteenth game, when you're going into a pivotal game, and you have to bench one of your three. What is it? What don't they have like twenty five captains? Sorry, one of your faces of your franchise. A guy that you put the the captain that that captain C on, you have to bench him for a series. It doesn't matter they didn't score that the Saints didn't score a touchdown on that. I don't care. It didn't matter that that the the Browns defense didn't crumble on there. No, no, no. This is about fifteen games into this season. We've had Miles Garrett have a car accident. Miles Garrett was not suspended. We have Miles Garrett throwing guys under the bus. And he does it generically. You still have that C on his jersey. Oh, and by the way, they didn't try against Miami. They got completely outclassed and embarrassed against Miami. They have lost in every imaginable way. And a lot of it comes back to discipline and focus. Where do I put that on? Put that on the head coach. If the guys, you either coach it or you allow it. You're letting it happen. And I think they've allowed a lot to happen. And I think what's happened with Miles is proof that they've allowed a lot. And I think it goes back to last year. Your quarterback, who was playing with one arm, came out and said, it's my decision whether to play. <laughs> and you kept playing him. You proved him right. And then you got pissed when he made a business decision at the end of the season when you let him play the whole time. It's amazing. Like... Kevin, I'm going to – and by the way – Kevin! Kevin! I almost did it like Ross from uh, from Friends, where he's at the pivot. Pivot! Pivot! Kevin! Kevin! Um, and you know what? You allowed it with Joe Woods as well. The fact that Joe Woods still has a job. Joe Woods is easier to fire than Nathaniel Hackett. Because Nathaniel Hackett had 15 games on his resume when he got waxed by the Broncos last night. Joe Woods had, what is it now, two seasons as Denver, D.C. He had two seasons coming into this one, and then you gave him 15 games to figure it out, and he hasn't done it. That's on Kevin Stefanski. Doing dirty work is part of a head coach's job. Maybe Kevin isn't just cut out for it. Chris, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, fellas, how's it going? Happy holidays, man. Love listening to you. Happy holidays, um, buddy. Happy holidays. So, uh, you know, with, with Coach Stefanski, what I think his biggest issue is, you know, I, I think he is a good head coach. It's his game management. He is just staring at that piece of paper the entire All time. All game. It, 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 and it's just frustrating because he's not seeing the game 
being unfolded as it's unfolding because he's just staring at that sheet. And to, to, to uh, comment earlier on where the season went wrong, I think it's with that Jets game. When they lost that Jets game, it was the same old Browns, and that mentality got stamped into everyone on that team. It got stamped into Stefanski's head. That, like, that was unprecedented, and I hate even using that word because it's made up ever since COVID, but it, that is exactly what happened in those, past, those last two minutes of that game. Here we are again fighting the same uphill fight constantly we have for the past 20 years. With Chris, real quick, is Godzilla storming what's going, what, what, the, the what's town going, around what's going you? on there? Is it Mothra? It sounds like Mothra is in the background there. I'd be very careful. Um, if if Godzilla, listen, guys, we'd love when you call. We love when you interact with the show. But if Godzilla is storming the town that you're in, please focus on that and then give us a call later. Didn't it sound like it's that? Something. It, so- it definitely sounded like a dangerous killer reptile who was pissed off and burning things down with his fire breath. Um, one, I can tell you, precedence was a word. Uh, are rather unprecedented. That was a thing before COVID. I can't tell you that. Um, I don't know. I, when when it comes to Kevin Stefanski at large, like how you fix his being in the play calling sheet is you say, hey, Kevin, you no longer call the plays. I think that's pretty fixable. The defense, I don't know. It's my biggest fear. How if 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 leadership? Let's just be honest here. Leadership is as much of an issue on the defensive side of the Huge. ball as anything. Huge. I don't know how you fix that without replacing the guys that you currently have in leadership. I think it's totally fair. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. If you have begun to doubt Kevin Stefanski, what is your biggest doubt? To me, it's about uh, it's about leadership and whether he actually can lead an NFL team as a head coach. Play calling, guys, they're going to be – he could be – guys, there are calls that Bill Belichick makes as a defensive coordinator people hate. Uh, Andy Reid does things and people still roll their eyes in Kansas City and he's got Patrick Mahomes. You're never going to be 100% happy with your play caller, no matter who it is. That's accurate. Because we – a lot of the times we conflate uh, the result with the decision in the first place. Right. There is no – and I mean no debate – about this team lacking the fight and lacking the will and lacking the professionalism to win games that they should have won. Dave, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, guys. Great show. Thanks, buddy. Um, Kind of two points here. The first point is Stefanski seems much more interested in process than, like, other coaches, the Tomlins, the Riveras, they just do what it takes to win the game, Okay. And Stefanski seems more interested in making sure that his process is followed. Doesn't matter how it affects the game. If you lose, you win. Doesn't matter. Process more important than results. And the second comparison, I would like, he, he is just not a leader. Look at, like, I'm sure you guys have all seen that video of Rivera, guy crying on his shoulder when he, you know, makes the Pro Bowl. Whereas Stefanski, after a big win, is, gentlemen, I come bearing stats. Like, who the heck wants to do that? <laughs> I like the idea. That's pretty good. I do, I, Dave, I really love the idea. Thank you for the call. Gentlemen, I, lo- <laughs> I come bearing stats. <laughs> I really love the idea that Kevin Stefanski is like, so you, you told 
uh, player X that he made the Pro Bowl, what was his response? Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep that one in-house. Yeah, we keep that in-house. Well, like, was he emotional? I'm, I'm going to, yeah, that's between uh, us and the player, and that's, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's right. Uh, I agree with him. I Ken and Anthony have been on this idea of the Browns' process. Winning their way matters more than winning. I don't think that's a uniquely Browns problem. I've been watching some of these teams here recently. There's a fair amount of teams in the NFL that would rather win their way and lose than do anything it takes Which to win. Which is so dumb. The problem is none of those are good teams. <laughs> like, none of like them. I, I felt like that was Staley for a while with the Chargers mm-hmm. with his with his um, you know aggressive approach to go for it every single time. Uh, now they're winning, by the way. But I, you're right. I do think there are teams that would rather... You know, like just die by by their their methods because mm-hmm. that's the way we do it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the Stefanski way. Chris, what is the biggest reason you have doubt for Kevin Stefanski? I, I really can't pick out the biggest reason because they're all big. But look, I will tell you this: that the reason Baker Mayfield scored those fifty-one points is. He's playing for a coach that knows what he's doing, that has experience. What the Browns have now is a reflection of the owner. They don't want to hire an experienced coach. They don't want to pay a coach to come in here that knows how, how to uh, coach and not stand behind the play card uh, during the whole game. And, and But he'll pay $230 million for a quarterback that, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, has yet to prove that he's worth it. Yeah, we're going to have, and thank you for the call, Chris. At some point, we are going to have to this week get into Sean's performance and what we uh, take away from it. But I mean, I don't think the Browns have hired assistants predominantly under Jimmy Haslam because they don't want to pay. I think, if anything, like the one feather in the cap of this organization is that they do pay. They pay consistently. Yeah. To And usually it's to, to make up for whatever recent mistake that they've made. Um, I just, yeah, I I don't I don't think that's the reason Kevin Stefanski is the head coach. Also to the to to the Baker thing, guys, Baker's had two good games this year. All right, I I have I am as much of a Baker apologist as anybody. He's in also town. only been in Los Angeles for three weeks. Well, no, and that's fair, but like I would just say, like he's been really good in L.A. And I do think I think I think I think he needed McVay. Let's not forget, though, he's had his best season in the NFL by a wide margin under Stefanski. I, I keep coming back to that. It is it is the struggle of he got more out of Baker Mayfield than anyone else has. He's gotten more out of Jacoby Brissett than anybody else has. And yes, Deshaun hasn't come around, but I don't like I don't think Kevin Stefanski is the reason Deshaun has struggled or has not put it together yet. So like. Again, it's not that it's not that the offensive play calling isn't maybe distracting him from being a better head coach, but I just it's it's just not even my number one. I, I would say being overly loyal to his assistants is crappy assistance is a bigger issue. Uh, being overly loyal to Joe Woods is a much bigger issue yeah. than in game management for me for Kevin Stefanski. Let's go with Kyle. Kyle, welcome to the show. Hey, fellas, happy holidays. Happy holiday, buddy. Uh, two, happy holidays. Two points here. Um, I've, I've given up on Stefanski, so let me just start by that. I think the not lack of common sense, the Saints come into Cleveland, 
passed the ball 15 times. Deshaun's throwing 30-plus times. I mean, I get I get his ego's getting in the way. He wants to throw the ball. He wants to do it his way. But, I mean, even though it was a slight chance of getting in the playoffs, to pass the ball that much in that weather is just just insane to me. And the second thing is his lack of emotion on the sidelines. I know that doesn't win or lose games, but – when is the last time you've seen that guy blow up on an official, blow up on a player, uh, like the, the Tony Fields block or running into the punter? The, he, he never has any emotion on the sidelines. And, and the last thing I'll say is, again, um, not being a Stefanski guy, the two names, I think Sean Payton's out of the question. But if somehow, someway, Vrabel is let go from Tennessee or if Harbaugh wants to make another run at the NFL and you can get one of those two guys, I think, I think that's a no-brainer for this team. Kyle, we appreciate it. I will. I'll go again. I I would be shocked if Kevin Stefanski isn't the head coach next year. Uh, I think they could lose the next two games, and I still think Kevin Stefanski uh, will probably be the. Well, no, he will be the head coach next year. I love the Harbaugh thing, um, and it's just because Harbaugh won in San Francisco with somebody else's players, right? I, I yeah, I, he like, walked in there and and. It was right after Mike Singletary, right? Right after Singletary. And now the 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 big commonality was Trent Baalke had actually drafted all those players. And listen, my fear with Harbaugh would be, is he going to be the guy that's here seven years from now? If he helped you win the next four years, I don't really think I'd care that much. I also like Flores. I don't, I don't think it's a conversation, though. I think the reality is Kevin Stefanski is going to be the head coach. And, and you know what? I'll say this. It's been bad the last two years. It hasn't been straight up Cleveland Browns dumpster fire. That's and please, well, that, because they're not going zero and sixteen. Well, I mean, no, the, I mean they're not got, going. They've at least got six wins, so that not, it's not every week we're talking about this team, you know, losing every single game. They're also not going four and thirteen or five and yeah, twelve. No, I mean, they're winning so, six, seven, eight ball games a year. I think the question becomes: What changes have to happen for this thing to succeed? Because I think if your answer is fire Kevin Stefanski, I think you're going to be pissed off for the next 12 months. Maybe maybe next December it's a different <laughs> conversation. Uh, Mike, welcome to the show. What you got for us, buddy? Yeah, hello, hello Mike. Um, Mike, what's up, buddy? It, it, would, it would be a good idea if we could learn with our coaching that we've had in Cleveland for the last 60 or more years that I've been following the Browns if we could just find a way to take the talent that we receive and use them at their strengths and build the team around their your their strengths. Uh, like, for instance, we have, uh, like when Baker was here, they tried to make Baker into something that they, that he wasn't. And, and, uh, and, that's the difference between a great coach and a good coach. So, real quick, to, can can you show your work on that? How, what did they try to make Baker that he wasn't? A, a pocket quarterback. Um, you know, I I don't know that I agree with that. Um, I, at least two years ago, I thought last year, I thought, I, and I'll, I'll be honest, I think last year went the way it was because I think people got a little bit irritated by Baker's attitude and said. You know what? If you if you want to play like that, we're let's go ahead and do this. So I thought that was I thought they did that out of spite. I, I think it's the exact opposite of what Seattle did with uh, uh, Russell Wilson. But I, I disagree with the idea that they tried to make him into something he wasn't. I I think that was I think it's more complicated than that. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 